You're listening to Women Emerging Fearlessly, where women 40 and older discover how to find meaning and purpose in their lives, how to feel at home in their own skin, to love who they are, and to design a life that makes them happy. Here's your host, Janelle Anderson, CEO and founder of Emerging Life Coaching. Do you know that you lead your own life? I wonder if you've ever thought about the leader that you are in your own life and who you lead that is around you. I think often we don't think about the fact that we are leaders. We may not have a position titled that, but we do lead. That's the topic today for the podcast. And I'm really excited to have with me on the podcast, a very special guest, a good friend of mine and fellow coach, Alice Ann Loftus. We met uh, in a mastermind group for coaches several years ago now and have become close friends, even though we've never seen each other in person. It's crazy. But anyway, let me tell you a little bit about Alice Ann. She's a certified professional leadership coach, and she's an educator and an entrepreneur, and she has been an entrepreneur for more than 15 years. And she's a whole lot younger than me. And so that always like really amazes me when young people are already entrepreneurs for years, but she's got several businesses and I'm really excited that she'll be able to share some of that with you today and what gets her going and excites her and motivates her. She lives in Annapolis, Maryland. She's been married to her husband for 17 years and they have two teenagers. (laughs) We're busy. (laughs) So welcome, Alice Ann. Thank you so much. So happy to have you here. Yeah, I'm honored and thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. So tell everyone, you know, the people in my audience are women and usually over 40. And I know you're not that old yet, but that young yet. (laughs) Young and you're inspiring. And so I would love for them to hear a little bit about you and what you do. Tell us about all the businesses you have. Um, So I started my first business when I was 20 and kind of out of necessity, I was looking for quality early childhood education, childcare, and I couldn't find anything that really met, you know, what I wanted. Um, So nine months pregnant with my first child, I decided to go ahead and start my own preschool program. And um, it was crazy. My business was born on July 17th, and then I gave birth to my first child on July 27th. Um, wow. Yeah. So I tell everyone that my business was built with the, with the brain of an entrepreneur and the heart of a mom. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So I still have the preschools, and I love them. They are just my corner of the world. I feel like I'm making a difference and and really impacting the world of early childhood education and getting to work with children and families at that very special time. Um, And so I got into coaching though, as other women in business would reach out to me and ask me to help them um, kind of with some business issues that they were having, some challenges that they were having in business. And, you know, unfortunately, when I was starting my business, there wasn't a lot of support. There weren't a lot of people that were eager to help me figure out business. A lot of it I had to figure out on my own. So when these women were coming to me, I was just 
of course I wanted to help them. I've been through it. I've been in the trenches of starting a new business and I really wanted to just provide that support and that safe space to help empower women in their leadership role. Wow. That is amazing. And it's amazing to me that you were 20 years old and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> just like talk about finding a need and deciding to fill it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you probably had a lot you had to learn to do oh, a that, lot. Right? You know, yes. Cause a lot of times when you go into business, like the business that I went to into, I was passionate about education and passionate about working with children. I wasn't passionate about bookkeeping or, you know, unemployment laws or, or, you know, things, HR issues. And so I definitely had to learn and I'm still learning. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of growth that had to happen both personally and professionally. So at 20, you must've been pretty mature because most 20 year olds, when I think of, you know, 20 year olds, I have nieces and nephews that are kind of, well, now they're a little older, but you know, most 20 year olds are still in college and they're still partying and they have no idea <laughs> what they want to do. So you must've been like about just like beyond your years or something in maturity. I feel like I was born 30. I just I was a grown up long before I was a grown up. Yeah. Um, you know, I got married young. We started having a family right away. And like you said, I'm not, I'm not quite 40 yet, but um, I felt, I felt like I've been a, a grown up for a long time. So when you had that idea, like, okay, there's no daycare that fits my desires or my qualifications of what I'm looking for. I'm going to start my own. What were some of the first things that you did? Because I know a lot of women in my audience are in that place of, I want to do something aligned with my passions. You know, usually by the time you get into your forties and fifties, you've been working a job or a career for a while and your children are now growing up and leaving home. And you're like, okay, now what do I want to do? Who am I? But they really get stuck with, they might have an idea, or maybe they have a passion, but they have no idea what, what do I do first? So when you're just starting out and you have this idea and this passion, how do you know what to do first to get started? Well, you have to ask a lot of questions. My background is in education. So I knew what I wanted. I knew the values of education. I knew that I loved working with kids, but I didn't really understand business and how to operate the business. So I, I started visiting programs and um, that were similar to what I was looking for. And I kind of went at it backwards because then I just had this long list of things I did not want, <laughs> didn't want to have, or that I thought could be better or different. And so just asking a lot of questions, surrounding myself with other business owners, um, seeing how they did things and a lot of reading. I had to read a lot about licensing and state regulations wow. and Fun all stuff. that really interesting stuff that's wow. necessary to, to operate a business. But really it was just kind of trying to figure out and knowing what I didn't know, <laughs> if that makes sense, you know, and then, and then figuring out where to go to learn it. Yeah. So that's really great for women to know. You don't have to know it all to start. Don't. You don't have to know it all. You just have to be willing to ask questions. Yeah. And just Mm -hmm. learn it. And you can, like you can do it just because you don't know it all now. Or I think a lot of women too get discouraged when they think of all that they have to learn. It seems like so much and too much and, Mm -hmm. but just break it down, right? One step at a time. 
Yeah. And I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be more efficient in my business and, and be more productive and, you know, create balance there. So it's, it's a, it's always a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah, And that's a great way to think about it. It's not one and done and etched in stone. And this is the way it's always going to be. You just start and it grows and expands and changes and you adapt and you learn. And I always say that a business is like a child, you know, it's going to go through different phases. And just when you think you figured it out, it'll change and it's living, it's breathing, it's constantly evolving, constantly growing. And you just have to be prepared for that and know that, that it's, it's never stagnant. It's never a dull day. (laughs) That's for sure. Yes. Which actually makes it fun to be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you just never know. It's like, you feel like you're on this journey, you know, and you're keeps you growing, you know, and that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. And you can be creative. Oh, a hundred percent. And you can try new things. And um, I, I laugh when I think of all the things that I tried in my business that I thought, yes, this is going to bring so much more, add so much. And then like you quickly learn, yeah, this isn't the right, the right direction. But the powerful thing about that is as soon as you know something's not for you or that it's not working out, you have the power to, to pull the brakes on it and, um, and to redirect. I think some of the biggest challenges or mistakes that we make in entrepreneurship is we stay on track with something that is, is not working. So we have to be able to um, make those decisions and recognize when something isn't working for your business to stop it and before before it becomes too big a problem. Yeah, take it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me think of a flowing river, you know, and it just flows and goes and then it, you know, might change course. You can always mm-hmm. change the course, but you've got to get in the flow and get it moving mm-hmm. in the first place. And yeah, I love that. So what really excites you and energizes you, Alison? I really love helping people reach their potential. And I know that sounds so cliche, you know, as a teacher, as an educator, obviously it was very passionate. You know, I felt very passionate about helping children grow and learn and be their best. And as I was working with children and getting to know parents, I was seeing so many women that weren't reaching their potential. They just, they were not empowered. They were victim to their life or circumstance. Maybe they had jobs they didn't love or dreams that were not yet fulfilled and that they felt like they had to put on pause. And I just really wanted to empower them and to remind women, especially women, that we're more than just moms or daughters or wives that that we're people, we are people that have dreams and goals and talents and gifts and passions and purpose. I mean, there's just so much. I could, you can hear it in my voice. I'm getting so excited about it. You know, when women, when, when we feel empowered and when we feel like we're le- leading and living our best life, that actually passes on to our children. So in a, in a crazy way, it all comes back to how passionate I feel about bettering the lives of children. And because when the woman, when the mom or, you know, when she feels whole, that transfers to, to her children. I think the greatest gift you can give your child is to, to love yourself. And I know that sounds so crazy, but 
you can't give broken pieces of yourself. You have to be whole. You have to love yourself before you can give or receive love. And so that really striked my passion to work with women, especially very driven women who are go-getters and, you know, oftentimes the breadwinner of their family or they're at least equal or, or out there working and, and they're just very type A, like go-getter women who are, are just trying to do it all. It's like that super mom syndrome, you know. And while I don't necessarily work with only moms, I, I work with women who often find themselves in leadership or caregiving roles. That, that really fires me up. I love doing it. I love supporting other women. I love supporting women in business and just creating a community where women, regardless of the, what, what roles they have in life, um, whether they're leading their home, leading a boardroom or leading their small business, that first and foremost, they're leading themselves. See, that's what I love. And I, I just so resonate with that. I have one client I worked with for a while who, and this I think is very typical of women who felt super guilty when she was spending time on her own loves, like her passions. She had so many ideas, so much creativity. And she's so smart, all these ideas. But if she spent time on it, she felt guilty because she wasn't spending time with her family or something to do with her family. And we worked through that and talked about, you know, how do you think your children view you when you are going for your own passions, when you are developing yourself and your creativity that's inside of you? What do you think they would say to you? How do you think they would view you? And she was like, oh, well, I think they would say, go for it. And I think it would inspire them. And then it started to get her thinking like, oh, so if I am living my best life and loving what I'm doing and loving who I am, then that translates to them in a positive way, right? And it inspires them and gives them permission to go for it. And somehow in our culture, this idea was created that women raising a family, especially, should put herself on the back seat, in the back seat, and not pursue her own her own interests or passions. And it's crazy because when she is leading her own life, as you say, and loving who she is, it actually empowers her children to do yeah. this. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. And if you want your children to live their best life, then you better live your best life too. So, and not wait to do not it. Not wait. Yeah. We only have one life. That's right. Um, and I saw this beautiful quote. I wish I could remember who's, who said it. It says, you only have one life. Why are you not chasing your passions and your dreams with all you've got? You got one shot. So, yeah, I'd say that often too. You know, like mm-hmm. if not now, when? What yeah. other life will I do this in if I don't do it in this one? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, talk a little bit more about the leading of your own life. You know, what do you do with your clients and what are some of the things you do with women, with these leading ladies? And, you know, I, ha- I know you have a group on Facebook called Leading Ladies, which I love. I'm a part of it. It's awesome. Yes. Leading Ladies with Alice Ann Loftus. Um, We're just under 3,000 members now. Uh, Yeah. And so uh, the whole idea of self-leadership, you know, leading lady. And so let me tell you the story of leading lady. I have a theater background. I was in theater all through high school and college, and I was never the leading lady of the show. You know, you always have the lead lady, the leading lady, and then you have the supporting role, right? Right. And 
and the supporting role is great, but she's, she's not the leading lady of the show and everybody knows that. <laughs> and sometimes in the show of life, you can feel like it's not about you. It's not, you know, you don't know whose life it is, but you're just like the supporting role of your life. And I remember feeling so completely out of control of my life. And it was always about somebody else. And I was always putting somebody else first. And, and I was having this meltdown. And I said, I just want to be the leading lady of my own life. <laughs> I just want to be the leading lady. Oh, wow. Yes. That's awesome. And, and <laughs> so it's kind of a play on, you know, theater background that this is your show. This is this the person writing the story is you. And if you're not leading your life, if you're not the leading lady of your life, then who the hell is? Can I say that on your show? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I get so worked up. <laughs> That's okay. If you're, not, if you're not the leading role of your own life. Who is? Exactly. Who is? Who Somebody is? else is. And they're not worried about it as much as you are. Right, right. So that's how Leading Ladies started. So you don't have to necessarily be a be a titled leader to be right. a leading lady. To be a leading lady just means that you're choosing to live with intention and purpose to live as your best self and to be the best version of yourself. And so I work, um, I, there's several different ways that people work with me. They can attend one of my leading ladies self-leadership workshops. I offer um, those once a month and they're generally around topics that women are either challenged by or are inspired by. So it can be anything from priority management to helping versus enabling to setting boundaries, you know, different things. And this is just, it's a fun night to get out with other like-minded women who want to focus on personal growth. Um, I try to do a, an even blend of personal and professional development in those um, workshops. They're always a lot of fun. You meet different women who are all very like-minded in that they, they're trying to lead their own life and, and be their, their, best, their best selves. I also work with clients one-on-one -on -one if they're looking to elevate their own leadership style or improve their business. I'm happy to work with them as a, a personal one-to-one -one coach. What I really, really love and enjoy most are my mastermind masterclasses that I offer. I offer um, four of those a year. They're one a quarter and it's nine women who are entrepreneurs or leaders of their industry. And um, it's a six month program. And so I, I usually have two going at the same time um, or that overlap. And they just come together and participate in, in growing their business, sharing their resources, collaborating, in a group coaching environment. And what I, what I do in all the, the various ways that I work is I really work with women to identify what their core values are and make sure that their core values are aligned with their personal and professional mission. People are like, what the heck does that mean? Well, yeah. it means, are, are, you, are you living in your core values? Are you fulfilled in your core values? Are you living a life that is meaningful to you and is fulfilling you? So can you hear her walking around again? Yeah, just so anybody listening to this knows we're, we're having issues with Alice Ann's dog, who's, <laughs> you're hearing the scratching noises. Yes, she's 
something. So um, my dog's snoring. I don't know if you can hear her. <laughs> if she could just pick one spot, that would be great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I just really work with, with values and making sure that your personal values match your professional values and that you're living them and leading with them. When you know your values, making decisions is very easy. And um, oftentimes we feel conflict, we feel stress in our life because we're not leading with our values. We're leading with what others project on us to be our values, or we work in an environment that goes against our values, which can actually be very toxic. Um, and so it's really just about identifying who, who you are and making purposeful and intentional decisions to live and lead that way. Yeah, that's fabulous. And I know the work you're doing is awesome. And so if you live in the Annapolis, Maryland area, you can go to some of these workshops. I wish I lived closer someday. I bring them to you. I'm happy to bring them to you. <laughs> we should talk about that. Yeah. And um, I loved the whole story with the leading ladies. I didn't know the background of that before, mm -hmm. but it's very similar to the book I'm writing. Right now, the title is She's Taking Center Stage, How to Be the Star. Ah! <laughs> Same That's, idea. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. That is cool. So, and then the master classes that you have, people can join that from anywhere, correct? That's, yes. I have people from all over the world that do my master classes. You do not have to be local. Um, it's done through Zoom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we pick a, a time that works for the group and... And we stick with it. So mm. I've gotten to meet some really incredible, incredible women through the masterclass. And, you know, and Janelle and I met in a mastermind and what, three years ago? Three yeah. Years ago? yeah and we're still close. And so I, I, I tell these women like, yeah, you're working with them for six months, but they're going to be your lifelong friends because yeah. they get it. They are going through the same things you're going through. And, yes. That's beautiful. Yes. Powerful. What would you say to, you know, my podcast is women emerging fearlessly. So it's all about women, you know, like you were saying, leading their lives and being in charge of their own life, knowing their values and stepping out, emerging fearlessly as who they truly are, as their authentic self. So what would be some things you might say to somebody in my audience who, you know, has not really heard this concept before of leading her own life. And she's kind of been doing things the way other people want her to do them. And maybe even is just now kind of waking up to that. It is kind of an awakening. You know, I came, my background is I'm, I'm a people pleaser. I, I like to make people happy. I'm, I'm a natural caregiver. You don't go into education without being a caregiver. And, you know, I, I came from a childhood where a lot of expectations were on me and, you know, you're told to be this, do this, think this, feel this. And you, you kind of go into autopilot of doing what others expect of you. And it's really sometimes becoming yourself or that awakening is undoing is releasing all the shackles. I can literally feel like the weight coming off of me mm -hmm. uh, of all the expectations that people have on you and just undoing it, releasing everything that you thought you were, but was really just, like I said, projected upon you. And so to lead your life is to really look inside yourself. And, you know, I go back to the core values of 
asking yourself who you are and, and what you want to be and giving yourself permission to, to be that and unapologetically, you know, to say, this is who I am and be okay that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So there's, it's really about self-acceptance mm-hmm. and self-love, um, self-care. And, yeah. and I'm not talking about bubble, bla- bubble baths, but I'm talking about making sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're, you're nurturing your true self and that you are giving yourself the love that you deserve. And you have to be the first person to give yourself that, to know your worth and that everything you need, you already have and everything you have, you need. And so to accept that about yourself. That's a big one. Self-acceptance is so, so big and is a huge one for women. Um, What you just said there is powerful that you already have all that you need and you need all that you have. You do. And many of us are looking outside of ourselves. Yeah. And we wonder like, why am I going through this? What, what am I, why yeah. is this happening to me? And, and I can tell you it's happening to you because you, you need it to. For whatever reason, bigger than you or me, things happen so that we can understand and perhaps help a sister or help a friend who is going through that. So everything you have, you need. Like I said, everything you need, you already have. It's just deep in there. Yes, that's so key to emerging fearlessly. Mm-hmm. Seeing that we, I mean, we need other people in our lives, but not like to define us. Not to define us, to yes. complement us, to yes. to share with us, to bring out those those beautiful purpose and talents and treasures and things that make us uniquely us. Yes. Uniquely you. Awesome. Well, I love how you are uniquely you. Thank you. Ditto. (laughs) And I'm so glad that you joined us today. I wonder if you could just share with everyone how to get in touch with you and again, share your Facebook group uh, name. So in case they want to join. Okay. So my website is um, www.leadinglady-coaching.com. schedule a call with me there, learn more about me. The best place to find me is on Facebook. My private group is Leading Ladies with Alice Ann Loftus. Just click to join that and I welcome you to our community. It's pretty inspiring and empowering every day. Yes. Every day it's growing and I'm getting to meet such amazing women through that. Um, You can follow me on Instagram, Leading Lady Coach. Or you can email me directly at alisanne at leadinglady-coaching.com. So thanks so much, Janelle. I appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely. And I'll put all all that info in the uh, show notes below, you know, the show, the uh, podcast, so people can easily get in touch with you. But it's been awesome having you on. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope that this little chat has really inspired those of you listening to lead your own life and to take those first steps, ask questions, start looking at whatever you need to, to get yourself going and be all that you can be and be who you are because that's what we need you to be. And we need you to, to, to totally embrace who you are and, and be who you are and love who you are so that you can inspire everyone and, do what you're called to do do what you were created to do. So it's been inspiring to hear your story, Alice Ann. 
Thank you. Until next time, see you guys later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women Emerging Fearlessly. If you're wondering how you can create the life that you truly want, check out our website at emerginglifecoaching.com or send me an email, janelle at emerginglifecoaching.com. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, emerge fearlessly as your authentic self and go out there and do what you really want.